Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Gabe, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather here in your name, God. We ask that you bless this podcast according to your will, God. We ask that everything you we do be done to the glory and the edification of your name. We thank you for this opportunity you have given us unlike no other, God. We ask that you show people yourself through the lens of this podcast or through the eyes of this podcast, God. We ask that it reach the audience that you desire it reach, God, and it touch the heart that you desire it touch. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back, family. You've reached the Ready to Preach podcast. We're excited to have you on tonight. We uh, crossed over into the new year. Yippee. I was waiting for you guys to <laughs> shout out something. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we just crossed over into the new year. Season two has started. Yeah. yeah. We got 52 episodes to knock the season out. We're uh, thankful that we've been able to do this for this amount of time. We're thankful that you guys have joined along with us in this journey. Um, we're thankful for all you guys who are repeat customers, we'll say, stopping by and saying hi to and listen to what we have to say. We thank you. And if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So it's pretty cool. Definitely. With, yeah. With that, we're going to go around the table and start and see how everybody's doing today. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, so far, the week, this part of the week has been pretty empty. Um, really... Only other stuff from since last time is finished off work strong last week, and then we had services on Sunday. Yeah. We had a service at yeah. uh, in Claire in the morning. Yep. And then we went and – well, I, I didn't go to the next one, but then there was one in Bangor, and then we had fellowship in Cass. Yeah. Um. Wasn't feeling the best. That's part of the reason I also, I, you guys, when I, everyone else left, I just kind of recliner, yeah. medicine, relax a little bit. Eyes yep. closed. Yep. I don't blame you. Good. Gabe, how are you doing this week? Doing good. Been tired. Yeah. So we had service till 12 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah. It's more like one o'clock. One, one o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's time we get home. And then got to get up at eight, eight o'clock to go to work, covered someone's shift. Yeah. From eight to four. Then today I was just kind of relaxing. Yeah. Well, that's good. You uh, do anything special? Well, either you did or you didn't. That's not really. (laughs) You do anything special this last week? Not really. You do anything special between the last time you were on the podcast and now? It's pretty much Christmas, all stuff like that. Yep. Worked. Good. (laughs) Been working a lot. That's good for a young lad. Definitely. It was looking at you like, wait, what do you mean? He said, did I do something special? Is there something I've forgotten? No, he did he, forget something. He, he did. did. He's yeah. getting ready to preach. Oh, is he? Yeah. Like for realsies? It's news to him, but yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> by, the way, by the way, Bryce says you're preaching on Sunday. Sunday morning, you're out. Hey. I wouldn't mind having him on a Sunday night. I wouldn't mind having him anytime he wants to come. See, here's the thing. We went over to Cass, and there was a girl that did a fantastic job. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And she's not, she can't be older than you. No. No. I wouldn't let a girl outdo me, just saying. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was a a mic drop moment. No, it was awesome. It was very good. The young girl, Portia, and then Naeem. Yep, Naeem. Yep. 
They did such a good job. They did. I love the poem he read. Yeah. Oh, I wish was I had, good. it was good. I wish I had it written down. I might ask him for it. But yeah. It's pretty good. But other than that, Casey, what are you up to? Oh, I did something that Gabe forgot. We went shopping on Saturday. Oh, was um, that the something special? He got really. to go shopping with you? Not really. He did spend $10 on a bag of freeze-dried candy on accident, so that was the yeah. uh, most memorable went, part of it. Went up to the counter and was like, hope this is 10 bucks." <laughs> <laughs> That's for about, there, It was freeze-dried airheads or whatever. And oh, they, I there know was those like, candies. It was like six of them in the bag, and it was $10. <laughs> at, that, at that point, when they said $10 and I feel a bag, this is what I'm doing. I'm just going to drop it at the counter, say, have a nice day, tip the hat, and walk it right on out. It was pretty good. But, uh, it, was, it was worth it. I, well, worth about $6. <laughs> a dollar each. That's the max. I was off work Friday and yesterday, and I have found that I have a really hard time sitting still, even when I have nothing to do. So I, I got to go. I think that's a common problem we all share. Yeah. Get busy doing something. I think we're designed somewhere. to be doing something. Yeah. You think? I'm pretty Probably. coincidence. I don't think so. I think. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done, Casey? What have you unleashed upon the world? So much, I guess. But other than that, it was a pretty, pretty good weekend. I did the same thing most of you guys did. So. Yeah. One thing that we forgot to mention, because Mark was sick. We did a baptizing. Oh, yeah. We did. Yep. Sunday afternoon. I and feel it was bad at forgetting 30 that. degrees. It's cold. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that water was 30 degrees. The, the water air was, may have been. The water wasn't that, that warm either. Yeah. We, we have inducted. We have So we have two baptism crews now <laughs> from the warmest part of spring until it starts to get cold in October. The warmest part of fall. Yeah. To the warmest part of fall, it's myself and money. From then on out. Bryce and Craig. <laughs> it did touch me that Craig got baptized and he was automatically just ready to go and he said, I'll do it. Yeah. I was about to say, is there a chance that maybe if he as long as he stayed in the water, he wasn't as cold as if he got well, he's already, he's already warmer and he got done to over. Have, yeah. You know? I think you so. get ready and you hit the ground running. He was absolutely. I think that's a, a good way to keep the fire burning is always have yeah. something prepared to burn. Hey. Yeah. You know what I'm that's a good thought. Yeah. It's something we could all learn. It we is. can have two crews. Yeah. It's okay. I think sometimes we get going real good on something and then get burned out real quick because we lose stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now I would get complacent. Motivation, focus. Yeah. Keeps you shooting at a goal. Yeah. You know. Yep. If there's not a goal on the other end of the field and you're dribbling, you're like, wait a minute, why am I dribbling? <laughs> right. So, right. This doesn't make sense. So there's nothing to go after. Yeah. Like so, I started again doing at a goal that she was joking about a while back. I'm still going to do that. Even if you don't go along, I'm still doing the dopey. I don't know what we're laughing. Oh, gosh. Never mind. We're not even <laughs> going to talk about that right now. I'll do it. You, have fun. It's a 5K thing in Disney. It's more than that. Well, it's a lot more. Than we'll that. get on that topic when it gets here. Mark. Yeah, we got a while. It's gonna, this is not going to be a quick process. But no, we had, a, okay. we, we had the baptizing. Yes. It was freezing, by the way. I'm mean, sure. And then it was like. Well, I could tell when you passed us on the road. It's like he's probably trying to get into warm clothes. There was, th there was, and then three people were like, "We, we want to get baptized too." It's worth it. Yeah, when when the spirit says move, I say move. Yeah, yeah. If, he, yep. if he's telling you to do something, I would just run. Right. And if you're in the Midwest and it's December thirty first, December thirty first, and you ask to be baptized, you sure mean it. 
There's, <laughs> it's not like it's, oh, it's in the middle of June and it's 100 degrees. Let's go to get in the water because it just feels a little bit better. No, well, you you mean it. That's a big thing is obedience, too. You know, Craig and Cody wanted to get baptized. They did. And they could have waited until yeah. spring to have said something. But because they said something now and we did it, the people who you wouldn't have anticipated came. I Obe- think, yeah. Go ahead. Go, no, you. I say obedience makes a place for the Holy Spirit to come in and move in what needs to be done, even if it doesn't seem that way in the moment. Right. And I think even the response as a leader, from a leadership standpoint, I think having a quick response to the necessity, you know, they had a necessity. So I think if it's urgent to the people, it should be urgent to you. Oh, yeah. 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 Because what would it have looked like if it had been like, no, it's way too cold for us. We're not doing that. Right. It's like, no, when the Holy Spirit says to move, we should move. Absolutely. I think I think that's a big thing that some people are lacking nowadays is when somebody's feeling urgency like that, they'll they'll go until they find the answer they're looking for, I believe. If yeah. they're if they believe in it enough. So I think that's all part of being sensitive to the Holy Spirit yourself as a leader is to move. Is to just move. Right. So we did that. That was quite the experience. It was awesome. Yeah. It was cold, but it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Because I remember the time when I was baptized, and it was like if someone would have been like, ah, too cold, you know, it's a little bit, the conditions aren't just right, you know. It would have been like, well, wait a minute. But I'm glad that they gave me the opportunity, so it's my turn to extend the same favor. Then we moved on and went on Sunday afternoon up here to Bangor, or down to Bangor, up over to Bangor, wherever you're we at. We were in Bangor. <laughs> Relocated to Bangor. We came to Bangor and had supported our brother, Darren. Our brother, our brother in Christ. Yep. He had a he gave a sermon, gave a great sermon, I believe. Told a lot of testimony in there about what God has brought you through. Um personally I think if you don't have anything sometimes you think you don't have anything to preach. Until you talk. Until you start reading revelations and said they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. It's like you have something to say. And most of the time when you say your testimony you link up with somebody else who had a testimony or personally has the same testimony. Currently like, going through it. It's like, no, wait a minute. God delivered and set him free. God can deliver and set me free. The Bible says, Peter said it, God is no respecter of persons. That means it is like his nature. It's in God's nature to do what he says, first of all. It's also in his nature to do, again, what he's once did. Am I right? You are right. You're not wrong. It'd be against his nature and his character not to. Right. Because if he didn't, that'd mean he could lie or he could change. Which he does not change. And he does not lie. He does not lie. So it's literally, there. we talk about, you know, the phrase, all things are possible. That's the one thing that's impossible. Right. That's it. to lie. Everything else is is doable. That's Game impossible. On. Yeah. No, I, I I liked it. I thought, man, what better word could you give to somebody of encouragement that I made it through? Right. You know, he stated 17 years of being away, being away from Christ and knowing what he needed to be doing and running from it, basically. And then a, a pastor ran him down, and not only did the pastor run him down, but Jesus ran him but down. But to say the Holy Spirit? Yeah. He ran right in and took over, basically, and... Now he's clean and preaching. What man? That don't give you chills, get you yeah. excited or something. It don't do nothing for you then. Well, yeah, and you think about it. 
If you've been through something, you've got something to share. Got something to give. And if you're breathing, you've been through something. Yeah. So you've got something to share. Right. Man, what would it look like if we all joined up together and helped each other? Heaven? With, with you know, true. With testimonies, with encouragement, saying, hey, man, I made it. I, I haven't. I haven't thought that I made it yet, but I know what's done is already done. I think Paul said something like that. I've not yet apprehended, but not looking back, but looking forward or pressing forward into the mark of the high calling. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a, a Paul one. That's a Paul thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a Paul thing. Yeah, but what would it look like if we started actually being Christians? It'd be a different place, I'm telling you. If we work together, band it up together and say, hey, I'm not where exactly that I want to be, but I'm not where I could have been if I'd have stayed on the same path. Right. I've taken a different path, a new journey, and I'm not very far down the road, but at least I'm on a different road than I was on. You know, sometimes we get into people's, we kind of get all up into people's business. It's like, hey, you're not doing what you should be doing. You're not. It's far along. Yeah, but I ain't where I was. Exactly. I think we need to extend more grace ourselves. Sometimes we wonder whether God can give grace or extend grace, but it's really not the problem. It's the people who won't extend it. You know, say he, he he extended it with arms open wide. So he extended it so far that he gave his only son. And yep. we're sitting over here trashing people, nitpicking every little thing. It's like, well, you need to do this and this. I don't remember your name being Holy Spirit. No. Sorry. That's okay. A little rant for a second. <laughs> hey, it's valid. It's valid. But it's just been on my mind. There's there's so much more to gain than sitting around and nitpicking every little thing. Because you look around. Look just here for analogy. Look at a seed when you plant it. It's not growing in two weeks. No. It's barely breaking the ground in two weeks. And we're expecting people to change what they've done in 10 years in two weeks. You know? It's, it, it would be more of an analogy in my mind, not just a seed, but growing the seed first, taking it through the winter and drying it out and then planting it again. It'd be like a, because we call it, you got to be born again. Yeah. It'd be like taking that uh, that seed that you grew last year, changing it, planting it again, and bringing forth new fruit. It's a whole process. You got to understand that, first of all, I was one that needed to be brought back from the road that I was on. Second of all, it takes time. It does. And here's what you got to think about that. When that seed, that seed grows. Yeah. That's only part of the seed. The rest of it has to die to feed and make it grow. Right. So there's got to be that process, not of just expecting growth right away. Right. You've got to give it time, give them time to die to their old self to kill what they used to do in order for there to be the room for the new life. And let what was the old feed the new. Yep. In the form of testimony. Yep. They said, you think you were bad? You don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was the worst. Paul said, I'm the chief of all sinners. Yeah. He you could. Yeah, I, I would say it'd be safe to argue that there would be few people to probably challenge his claim. Some of the things that he did. But even then, it's still not a competition. Not like not like this. Yeah. Think about what he did. Yeah. He's a murderer. And he did it happily. Happily thinking he was God's best friend, doing God's service, doing the church service. 
And when we got people that are bad, wrong. Right. They just don't know how to dress. Great. They don't know when to shout. Great. Who cares? They don't know how to change their potty mouth. Great. It ain't nearly as bad as what some of us did. If they don't know how to shout, who are you to, who are we to determine what it is, how they give praise, right? Some people, it's just a clapping hand. Some it's jumping up and down. Some it's running around. Some it's yelling. Some it's all the above, right? We'd all do a whole lot better just to mind our own business, to be 100% honest. Not that you don't worry about somebody else or you don't look to help or guide, but when it comes down to like the, I don't even want to say the little things like that, but the things that like you've said before, are not determining your, your eternity. Yeah. Just mind your business at the end of the day. I like to tell some of my clients sometimes, especially and especially the, the older ones that don't get technology a lot, and they're like, well, can I, I don't want to have to worry about this. Like, Let me t- put it this way. The right way to use it is the way that you want to. No, there's not a technology police that's going to come knocking the door. If you're not using this feature of your TV, we're going to take it away. No. If someone comes and visits and they do it a different way, that's fine. At the end of the day, they leave. You're still doing it the way that you're getting the enjoyment out of it, that you're able to understand understand and use it. You don't have to. I said, my stuff at home does way more stuff than I need it to. Right. And I don't care. I know that when I hit the button, the remote comes on, TV comes on, I watch what I want. I hit the power button, it shuts off. Can it do way more than that? Oh, definitely. Am I going to worry about it? Not in the slightest. One thing about that, too, to add to that point is the the further you gain knowledge, the more time you have invested into working with that equipment, the more you know it can do, the better, the more you use, you know? And that's the same way with being a Christian. You don't understand everything right away. No. I don't think, I don't think really you'll even understand everything ever. No, I don't think we can. I think if you plateau, you need to check yourself and be like, God, keep using me, keep showing me new things. Because he wouldn't say that his thoughts are above above heaven or how high the heavens are above the earth is his thoughts and his ways if he thought you could figure everything out. And he wouldn't say, uh, never has it, eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, never has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has in store. He wouldn't say that if you could understand everything. I looked this up because I wanted to make sure I remembered this correctly. I can guarantee you that we will never know everything because we they, only know in part. They've done a study. We only use 10% of our brains. Yeah. So, how can you know everything if you can't even use the whole thing that you're using to do it? Right. Yeah. And to be so naive to think that we're got it and we're good. There's none good. No, no not, not one. one. See, there was one, and he didn't even claim to be good. No, he just was. So why callest thou me good? There's none good but God, my Father in heaven. You ever thought that if you are something, you usually don't have to call yourself it? That is true. It's true. It's usually observable. You don't have to show it, tell everybody, and to for them to know. Yeah, you can see it, and normally, you don't have to shout it from the rooftop. In your action, either, if you get what I'm saying. You don't have to act out in front of everybody. You'll know just because you'll know. Yeah. Because we have that sort of mentality some days, too. It's like, well, man, let, let me make sure everybody knows that I'm good. Let me make sure everybody sees that I'm spiritual, we'll say. Yeah. Just go out and act out in front of everybody, and then 
are screaming and fighting on the way home. You know, it's not right. No. It'll tell on YouTube in the long run. Oh, yeah. We'll know after a while who's been praying. We'll know after a while who's been seeking the Lord's face. You'll know after a while because you can only act so long. Then on Sunday, that was a long spiel for Sunday, the middle of Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the uh, probably the shorter of the three. <laughs> the shorter of the three times. But this is the longest time. We went in at 8 o'clock, had a meal. About 9, 9.15, we started actual service. And we had some worship, had some preaching. Uh, we had a watch night service, 8 yeah. to midnight, and it ended up being about 12.30 or so. Close to it, And definitely. I'm still trying to recover from that, sleep-wise. Yeah. Sleep <laughs> Just putting that out there. But we uh, we had a fantastic time, if I will say so myself. It's always fun to gather together with people that you love, first of all. Yes. Second of all, gather together in church on a day that... Most people have been celebrating. It's a good excuse to go out and party for a lot of people. Well, they were getting in the spirit too, but it was little S and it had an S after. They were getting in the other spirits. Well, we were getting in the spirit for real. Yeah. For They're real. Only, they only got an imitation of what we got to receive for real. Cheap knockoff. Yep. They got yep. the, uh, the Kobe don't, CD player. Theirs don't last either. Yeah. Nope. We, get a, we got the spirit that lasted. And we gave him praise. We gave honor to the Lord. And we had a good time. I don't know about you guys. I had a good time. It was a good time. I enjoyed myself. We were up in the uh, upper balcony thing on the one side just yeah. having a time. Me and Mark were playing great. instruments. It was awesome. We were jamming. <laughs> I was really thinking, I was like, you know, I should have brought the, um, because the way that upstairs is shaved and that, I think, does that did that office on the left side, the way we were facing on the left side, did that go all the way over to the sitting too? Yeah. Man, I should have brought, I missed an opportunity. I should have just brought the um, could have went around the building. Yeah, I should have brought those little wireless things. I'd have just been doing laps around the top. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get to hear all the sermons, did you, Casey? I did, no. When did uh, you leave? After Riley finished, I think. Mm, I, I honestly, yeah, I will it say, was after Riley finished. So you didn't even hear mine. I know. I was pretty sad about it actually, but I rode with people older than I am. <laughs> Well, they already I, I stayed will, up past their bedtime. We was past ours too, but we were still there. Well, you're not in your seventies approaching, or your sixties approaching seventy. No, that is very true as well. Um, I did say, and I, I told this to Bryce a couple times, like after, especially after Portia Naeem went up, I was like, I feel sorry for you guys. <laughs> hey, and I was glad Gibby did. Gibby early on was trying to talk me. <laughs> This was like, no, nope, I'm definitely glad I did that. But, yep, nope. There's one thing that I noticed about them, too, that stuck out to me, is they seem seasoned. Yeah. yeah. Did they not? They had, he's, I, I talked to Naeem afterwards, and I was like, dude, you did a fantastic job. I mean, whatever you're doing, keep doing. He said, well, I got up there, and it was like, I was expecting myself to be nervous, and I just, he said, I just wasn't. Yeah. I said, well, you can be glad because I was. <laughs> yeah. You know? I went to both of them afterwards and told them they did it. As I, whenever I saw them, let them know they did an amazing job. They did a fantastic job and brought so much content without, they didn't get like super excited about it. You know how yeah. we're, you, we're used to that kind of more of a preaching style like that. But they brought content 
without getting very worked up, very clear presented thoughts. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. Whatever they did, whatever you do, keep on doing just that because it worked flawlessly. Yes, it did. Well, Sunday night in mind, I just wanted to kind of, thinking about it, I want to get some highlights or some some top reels, we'll say. Let's get some pinpoints of what you guys liked going about on Sunday, you know, because we understand that we don't think the same. But that is why I think there's a variety of different people with experiences and backgrounds that are similar to yours to where you can get somebody that you can relate to. So... Casey, what was kind of a highlight to you? I thoroughly enjoyed the um, the praise dancing with You Are Good because Riley had told me earlier in the day that we were going to sing that as part of our part of worship for Sunday night. And we just happened to have had to have sang that three months in a row at one point here, so I was kind of sick of it. But yeah. to have it in a new Format. context and see other people get excited and want to praise and just be a part of that, that was really, really good to me. That's good. For my spirit, sometimes I'm sure as everybody else's too. Yeah, because it's, it's not usual for us. Yeah, yeah, to get in one place with other people who want to worship and who want to keep going and keep doing it, and yeah. seeing new ways that people worship, it helped me. To be my, fair, Bryce, Gibby, Gabe, and myself already had an idea that that was going. In. We oh, didn't we know, but we they, didn't know. We saw those two girls. Practicing on the other side upstairs. We didn't know what they were doing. Right. We heard the song and we're like, oh, we're going to sing that tonight. Wonder what they'll do when we sing that. Yeah. And then they come out and they do it. And the cool thing about it is they had they had it on a background track, backing track, music, yeah. going through the PA system. And then they're like, okay, the track's over. But we just started pick. We just picked it up playing it because, it's. I mean, we were going to play it anyhow. But yeah. It was already in our brains from playing it. I was like, let's just play it. And then it broke loose in there for... About 15 minutes, and we had to physically be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we could keep the night. So it didn't flowing. go on the whole service. It wouldn't have ruined the whole service. No, not no. ruin it. It would just go on the whole service. Right. So that that was a that was a pinpoint to me. I thought that was a valuable place of a in the service. I think we could learn from that. Yeah. Maybe not do I don't know, praise dancing would be the thing for us. Yeah, Gabe, that to you. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not going to say that it can't be because no. if someone wants to praise dance, absolutely, go ahead. I will say in the past when we've had something like someone like that come in and do that, it wasn't the same. This was more of authentic to me. Yes, kind of less rehearsed. So many people just joined right in and danced. Genuine it. moments like that. Stick yeah. out to me in any service. Absolutely, feeling the spirit. Because I, I had that when they started talking about the praise dance, and like, I'm, in my head, like, oh no, yeah, we've because seen of that. the previous experiences that we've had with it at other places, it's like, um, let me give you an old country saying for that, Mark. Yeah, here's an old country saying. Let's go for it. Every dog ain't the dog that bit you. That's right. So every experience you've, every oh, ex and I understood that. Well, every experience you have is not the same experience that it's going to be just because it has the same title. A lot of times we do that. We mess stuff up yeah. in our own yeah. brain. Not saying that you did that by any means, but I, I was in the same boat. Yeah. It's like, man, I've seen this before. And it Until something changes your mind. And it's like, right. wait a minute. Now you got a new expectation yeah. level and you're like, wow, what was I missing? What would I have missed if I would have just shut that completely out of my head? Yeah. 
and closed down. So. And we weren't doing that. It was just like the first, that that initial like uh, whiplash or whatever you want to call it. First uh, knee jerk reaction. Yeah. And then you just kind of let it go, and it's like, okay, it's natural. It's yeah. a natural yeah. instinct, I think, to just go ahead and label everything and categorize everything and. Places where it belongs, organize it. We'll say, yeah, say, okay, that's praise dancing. I know what praise dancing, praise dancing is, but I never really, I didn't, I knew what praise dancing, like rehearse praise dancing yes, looked like, but that not, was not the rehearse stuff. No, it was legitimate. Anything with you, Gabe? Um, what stuck out to me was Gibby's preaching. Since we're so close, we hang out all the time. We go to go to church together. Yeah, just kind of. To hear him preach about David and Goliath, it was a good, good word. Yeah, it's nice to be relatable with somebody, and that's that's kind of an encouraging word coming from somebody saying, "Hey," because sometimes you get up there and there's moments of doubt in your mind when you're a preacher. When you get up there and it's like, "Man, that didn't help nobody." You up there talking and everyone's just like straight face, like it's like you want to like tap the mic, like. Is this thing on? So when someone says <laughs> gives you a, a a compliment like that, saying, "Hey, that related to me. I needed that. That was for me. That was stuck out to me. I these points made a lot of sense to me. You're talking about what I was feeling, and you're like, well, this is worth it. Good point. Good point, Gaby. Mark, you're up. I'm up. Well, Casey took one of the things I was going after. I think that was a big point for everybody. That was yeah. yeah it was like. That kind of lit good. the fire. Yeah. That was, it was, it was entertaining and in a good way, not in a forced way. Right. Yeah. Um, we probably had, bef- we had to take a little pause. We probably talked about it for 10 minutes, even off the air, <laughs> just talking about just that. Yeah. And, um, but other than that, besides it all being, I'm going to do like the, the Casey from, uh, the Christmas service from, yeah. <laughs> it was all good. It's hard to pick a something. That wasn't good, but I would also have to lean on. I know we've already discussed it. Um, Naeem and Portia. Yeah. That stuff was really good. It was refreshing because I think the Naeem was only 21 and yeah. I didn't catch how old the girl I think, was. But. I think maybe 19. Is she that? I was thinking younger. I was thinking like 14 or 15, maybe, but still. 14. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow. It's not. Take it. I mean, come on. We're looking at it from the back of their head. Well, How do I know? <laughs> Ben's 15. <laughs> well, Anyhow. she was young regardless. Yeah. Anyhow, the content of what they brought forward was know, really we, good. We talked about it, but it was like, dare I use the word awe inspiring? Yeah. I would say it was very persuasive. It was almost like, like a, a charge. It's like, hey, they got up and did it. I need to keep getting up and doing it. Maybe it'll rub off on Gabe one day. Maybe. Like Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday. By the way, Gabe, you're going to MC the whole thing. Hey, there's Sunday night, too. Well, yeah. You got. You see, you get the first one in on Sunday morning, and then you're worthy to go for the second one Sunday evening. Right. What's wrong with that? He's just looking over this blank like, shut up. I, I had... <laughs> let's get out of this rabbit trail, Mark. Okay. I had... What a time. What a fantastic Amazing. time. You look at it and you're like, man, four hours at church? Are you kidding me? It felt like 25 minutes. Yeah. And that's not just because the clock in front of us was stopped. 
That helped me, actually. Yeah, it was. I was less conscious of the time. Yeah. More aware of, let's let's just roll with it. We had fun. My dad, my dad's like, hey, just go over and preach, because we were going to sing another group of songs. Yeah, we, more including songs. one of the ones that they did that we were going to do again. I was like, when when that was going on, I was like, now what's going to happen after Riley sits down and we come up, play more music, and we start with that song, because that was next up in our list, <laughs> in our list to do. But, just do a round two. Yeah. We, uh, my dad was like, hey, it's 11 o'clock already. You need to go. And I was like, it's 11 o'clock already? Are you kidding me? But it... That's what happens when you get in church and you mean to be there, I think. Yeah. When you're having a good time. Not even just having a good time. You, it's The presence of God is different. He knows no time. Time doesn't have effect on him. So it, it's like we just spent four hours shouting, worshiping, and preaching, and praising, praying, loving one another, enjoying time together, spending a new year celebration, how you should spend it. Yeah. So, and then at the very end, we did our own countdown. This is my favorite part. We did our own <laughs> quote unquote ball drop 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom. Praise break instantly. It was like, okay, let's do this now. And it's like midnight, 12 30. We got to just go with it. And the Lord let us have it. The Lord had his way in there, and we just had church for a minute. If you can't have church around friends like that, where can you? Nowhere. That was a a pinpoint for me. And then it just it's always fun to preach with your brother and sister and dad. That's cool. It's always a good time. The meal was a good pinpoint highlight for me. Fantastic food. Camaraderie was amazing. And then we just went in there and had church. And one here's another thing that I think goes unlooked is some people want to have church in a very formative way. Yeah. Very format-related and like, okay, we got to do this by this point, do that by that point. This has to be done like that. That has to be done like this. This was just kind of a free-flowing. I wouldn't say free-for-all because it had structure to it. But in the same time, it wasn't so much structure that got into the way of spirit-moving, spirit-led service. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that we've – we lack sometimes. We try to get things done in a certain way, sometimes not necessarily doing it on purpose or not to do it in a harmful way. Just you want to be in your mind. You want to do things as good as you can to the best of your ability. And, and structure seems to be the way to do that. But it's often different. It's backwards. The thinking is backwards on that. It's like the best The best you can do is to let God do through you. Amen. Yeah. Some structure is good. But not to the point of where it holds everything down. Right. We don't want to block the moving. No. No quenching here. No quenching here. And with that, we're going to end this episode. We're going to say we love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comment section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week.